0: All right, what's going on, everybody? I would like to welcome you to another episode of the No BS Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jordan Pierce, and today we got a special guest that I've been actually trying to get on the podcast for a minute now. Uh, backstory: when I first, um, before it was even a podcast, when I first tried to, um, like go like the the video route of just like doing like a small docu series, which I am going to eventually do again. But when I was originally trying to do like the docu series he was actually the first person i called and was trying to get um a part of the series. so this kind of dope to actually get him on the podcast mr kevin rider what's going on how
1: you doing man thank you
0: thank you for having me. no problem no problem i appreciate your time i appreciate your time so um we're gonna get right into it before i pretty much get into all my questions um why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself and what you do
1: okay so my name is kevin Ryder. um uh, A little background about me, I actually went to Delaware State University. Uh, I got my bachelor's in mass communications with a concentration in public relations and advertising. After that, I went on to Rowan University to get my master's degree um, in public relations and also um, new media, IMG. So basically, um, I'm from Brisbane. I grew up going to British public schools. I went to uh, Fairfield Township Middle School, and then I went on to Cumberland Regional High School. Um, I created a lot of bonds along the way, a lot of uh, networking opportunities. I met a lot of people that I've uh, been able to use to this day. Um, so along with that, to say, I started a digital PR company known as Wrench Communications and also a photography business known as Jennifer's Photography. And pretty much the synopsis about that is the digital PR agency, uh, I'm actually going to be the first digital PR agency in Cumberland County and also the first black-owned digital PR agency in South Jersey. And I really want to bringing more business opportunities to those areas and uh, make people aware of the business and entrepreneur mindsets that people have around here. And also for the photography aspect, I'm already doing event photography. So I'm going, you know, the commercial route with that, as in, you know, we're going to get contracts with schools and different uh, sports programs so that we can take professional uh, photos for those people as well. So uh, just branching off into different things. And
0: uh keeping my entrepreneur mindset alive man that's what's up man that is what's up shout out to all them degrees you got brother (laughs) um that's crazy (laughs) first and foremost that's crazy so um all right so let's take a step back what what got you started in this like this route did you like when you went to college is this something that you've always wanted to do or just something that you just kind of like fell into
1: um, in high school, I was like real sociable and outgoing. So, uh, I, I like automatically would build bonds with people and, uh, networking opportunities. Uh, people would, I would get jobs just from knowing people or I would be able to hook people up with jobs and I was just known for helping people out and vice versa. People would help me out just because of the spirit that I have and, uh, you know, the mindset that I have with like, you know, being a go-getter and always getting what I wanted. So, when I went to college, I was, you know, hesitant. I, actually, I started off with sports management because I wanted to be a sports agent. And, you know, I, I really wasn't into it. And, you know, I talked to one of the advisors over in the mass communications department. Her name was Dr. Francine Edwards. And uh, I talked about her a lot because, man, she was like my mother on campus. She made sure that I did everything I had to do. Uh, to develop that PR mindset and she's the reason why I switched my major over to PR
0: and I fell in love with it from there man. That's what's up so what do you think um were, were you always that sociable kid or that just started in high school? Um I was like I was social because you know playing sports and people
1: knowing me from that and um uh, I was never like I was always cool like I was easy to talk to especially like in uh Grade school. I I, I had people that come up to me now, like, oh, we went to Cherry Street School together. <laughs> um, you know, we went to Goldtown Middle School together. So, you know, I've always been that guy where you know I wasn't the type of person you'll have to hesitate to come talk to, or you know, somebody that was. I was always looking out for people, and you know, I would get that energy from people because it was easy to for me to vibe with them. So it was something I always had a knack for. You know, uh, just always being around business-minded people as well, like my mentors, um, people that uh advise me to go to college,
0: advise me to take the SATs as a sophomore high school, stuff like that. Mm, that's what's up. So it's kind of more like a natural ability to just be with the people and talk to people <laughs> and stuff. And I have a lot of
1: family, so it's just a lot of my family went to college and did other things. I'm not like a first-generational college
0: grad or nothing like that, so. Okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. Um, what made you uh, choose to go to Dell State?
1: Um, my aunt went to Dell State, my cousin went to Dell State, so, like, it was, it's a family thing. Like, I had uh, one cousin that recently graduated from Dell State, and I had two more cousins that's at Dell State, so it was like a family tradition.
0: Uh, true, that's a I I got that.
1: accepted into Morgan State and UMES as well, uh, but I chose Dell State.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, both my parents. that went to Dell State. They ain't finished, but they went there. <laughs> oh, well, they still it. They still. Are <laughs> word, word. They went there. Yeah, my mom. My mom played uh, softball at Dell State back in the day. Wow. So Yeah, she. Yeah, it's a small world. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. and it's crazy because, like, <laughs> sidebar. It's crazy because when I um was applying when I after I when I was about to graduate and I was like applying to school, schools, like that like my junior senior year um, Dell State was not on my list only because her aunt, both her and my dad, was like, "No, you cannot go to Dell State." <laughs> and I was like, I was like, "Yo." Have to, like,
1: to be mentally tough because there's so many distractions. So it's like you can easily get caught up and wrapped around. But if like I, I was known for like going to the library, and I used to get laughed at mm-hmm. about it because everybody had a party mindset, and I was like, "Nah, I gotta get my work done." Like. I can't let my mom
0: or my grandmom down because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't even be there. I feel you. So yeah, I was about, I was just about to ask that too. Cause like, I could, they knew how I was, so I could understand why they wouldn't want me to go there. However, they let me go to West Virginia University, which is a, <laughs> which, is big, like, <laughs> which is a bigger like, university. Exactly. It's like top party school. I'm like, bruh, uh, so like, how, how did you manage, um, kind of for me, it was hard. Like one, Granted, I went in to college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I thought I wanted to be a forensic accountant. Got beat. That vetoed real quick. I took my first accounting class. It wasn't hard. It just was boring as hell. I'm going to keep it a hundred. So like, I was like, I, I don't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. So after that, and then on top of that, me not playing football, like, cause that was like my dream and like I've always right. been like surrounded by sports. So like that kind of kept right. me in school. Like I had so much being that I didn't know what I wanted to do. All the free time in the world, a huge campus, nothing but parties Monday through Saturday. Like I, I'm, I'm be hunted. I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't stay focused. So, um, how did you stay focused? I know you say you stayed in the library and stuff like that, but like, was that from like day one, or was like, oh, I, I kind of had a balance. You know what I mean? Like, how did you manage that?
1: Man, it was an up and down uh, battle. I did amazing, I was there, I was focused like, you know, you come in your freshman year and you're like, oh, everybody going to class going to school, like I had I was into that and then my sophomore year I just started just flopping, I, you know, I would go to party after party, mm-hmm. be out not really caring about school I'd do last minute projects not really participating in group projects oh man, the whole nine and then I got a wake up call because I had like I was getting, like, straight A's, and then I had, like, the worst semester ever. And I'm not afraid to talk about it because it made me who I am. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, a 1.7 GPA, and they dropped my GPA down from, like, a 3.6 to a 2.8. Wow. And, yeah, and I, um like, my mom was like, yo, I'm paying too much for you to go there, like, you doing like you're not doing good what you gonna do about it and it's crazy because i was working at the movies across the street at the mall so i was more focused on money than school at the time Mm, so that's really why my grades flopped it wasn't even that i slacked off i just would go work doubles Mm. and um my junior year i just started making the dean's list again i got focused again and like i just learned from my lessons some people don't learn from their lessons like and I I was able to flip that switch off like all right Kev you gotta get it together you gotta do this the right way because you letting people down that are really counting on you investing in you stuff like that so
0: that's what's up so what year I guess you could say in college did you switch to um, did you switch your major
1: um I would say my the end of my sophomore year
0: so with did that I know you said like your junior year you start making things again did do you think the switch had anything to do with you kind of getting back on track.
1: I think so because my heart just wasn't into sports management no more. Um, and it's crazy because I always play sports and stuff. So, I like, I, that's why I feel like it was just my fate because I was into sports and I wasn't interested in sports management. But once I got the PR, it was like everything
0: started clicking for me. So, mm, got you. Um, talk about that. How was your – when you first – Um, like when you first got introduced into like the PR and started, uh, and you switched your major and stuff like that, how was like that initial, um, like, how did you like really, really know, like, okay, this is exactly what I want to do?
1: Um, because like we used to be big on social media and like one of my first classes was like, and this was, it's crazy because this is back when social media first really started jumping Mm off. Like my, my freshman year in college. Facebook was just a straight college professional site. It wasn't like nothing like it is now. So it was like, I started seeing everything involved. So like by the time I was a junior, Facebook was jumping, Instagram was starting to come out,
0: uh, Twitter was already out. Like Twitter was, Twitter was live. Like everything
1: (laughs) back then. This we talking like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah. people we you would think like the way social media is now, you would think social media been out for decades. Very true. Very but, true. You know what I'm saying? It's only been out since like we was in my I was on MySpace, my junior senior year in high school. MySpace came out like oh five, oh six.
0: Yeah, i mean, I was in middle school, yep. I was in middle school you know, my chest, yeah.
1: So, like, y'all really got, like, the whiff of everything. Y'all was able to enjoy social media in high
0: school. We didn't really have that. And or cell phones. You yeah, know? True, like, true. you know what
1: I'm saying? So, by the time I'm a junior, we, you know, we taking this social media class and, like, I'm learning about, like, they teaching me stuff I already know. And I'm, like, teaching them stuff, like, well, you know, you can do your analytics and da-da-da-da. So, ended up being where I was teaching people in the class how to use social media. Mm. Like people that wasn't advanced, I'm like, hold up. Like you would think y'all, like y'all don't know about Facebook, y'all know about Twitter. Like y'all know how to use like the hashtag on Twitter to build. Like they just get on Twitter and start talking. They don't know how to build up there. Like I'm like, yo, you really could make money off of this. Like yeah. I was, we started talking about making money off of YouTube back in like 2010, really before that even evolved, really before rappers and stuff started getting on there and making millions off YouTube. Stuff wow. Like that. So it was like. I really just fell in love with it just off of the conversations we were have in class about social media and the evolution of it. And now to see where it's at now, it's like, dang, like, we really predicted a lot of this stuff. It's,
0: it's so crazy that you class. say that, too. It's, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's crazy that you say that because... Um, like yeah, you got a few years on me, so like I know when Facebook came out. I want to say I was in like seventh, eighth grade, or like no, like yeah, like seventh, eighth grade, maybe freshman in high school, like eighth, ninth grade, it's something like that. So, like Facebook was pretty much like the thing. You know what I mean? Twitter was coming out, stuff like that during high school. But it's funny because nobody in I was I can I'm not gonna say nobody, but I would say like probably the majority of us that were in high school at the time. Weren't even looking at it like that. We was legitly looking at it just like a a media platform. Like, oh, this is right. dope. Like, I can put. It. Like, it's so crazy how like same same things happening, same time frame. You're a little older, so like you're thinking a little different. You know what I mean, a little right. more more mature and stuff like that. And you see it as this, and I I see it completely different. I think that's so crazy, yo. Yeah, it's just how the world
1: turned, man. Everybody different age, like. And now, as you get older, you start to see how your parents and stuff think, how older people
0: think. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look at us like, "Oh, y'all, this is
1: what y'all
0: doing now?" Back in
1: the day, like, so yeah, man,
0: definitely. That's crazy. So, um, so you switched your major. You found pretty much your passion, which you kind of you just had a knack for. You love the PR thing. Um, yeah. what made you? Choose the. I want to start my own firm rather than let me go join somebody else's. What, what oh, clicked that?
1: I was working for a company for like three years, and I had worked my way up to the ladder to where I was like the benefits coordinator in HR, and I just hated it. And I'm like, man, I'm really like. And at the time, I was going for my masters in PR, so I'm like, I'm really like settling for this,
0: and it was hard.
1: Like this area. It's hard to get an intern, like not really a good internship, but it's hard to get like a good job in PR. You gotta either go to like New York, DC. You gotta travel for it. Mm-hmm. So it's like Philly's not really a PR city. It's more of a, uh, like a IT city. There's okay. a lot of like IT technology and stuff going on. So I was like, man, like I'm not getting. Enough type of uh answers back from these applications i'm putting in stuff like that how am i going to build any experience like what am i going to put on my resume like how am i going to actually get a good job in pr eventually and um at the time and rest in peace this is when i started following nipsey used to talk about like scarcity and how you need to bet on yourself and 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 respect your value Mm -hmm. stuff like that mind you it's like 2013, 2014, so um, I just started, like, coming out with, like, different ideas, and I actually started a, a brand car, KLR brand, and it was just going to be, like, this big sports blog, South Jersey sports blog, and I was like, nah, that's not enough, so I shut it down, um, and then I went to, I actually went to LA for 12 days, I was in Hollywood Hills, mm-hmm. uh, and I was working with a designer named uh, Modish. His name Temo Tamo on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I
0: heard of him. I heard of him.
1: Yeah, so I was working with him. I was uh doing some of his graphic uh design work for his logo and everything like that. Um, And I was out there for 12 days, and that's where I actually made my logo for, like, my brand.
0: And, like, mm. I actually started, like, coming out with, like, pricing. And, like, it, it took me to step out of my environment to know my work because I was getting, like, opportunities out there just off of freelancing. That's a bar. It took me to step out of my environment to know my work. Look at that. That's crazy. So, so basically, you was in the PR world. You climbed your way up. So you actually, how long did it take you to climb your way up? Let's take a step back. How long did did that take you? Um,
1: like like two years. Okay. Like Two years to actually know my work to even to even bet on myself to get to that point because I was more in a student mindset. Um. But I had that KLR brand. Um, I still was in an entrepreneur mindset at the same time because I had like a little sports blog that I had came out with at the time.
0: Okay. So, Did, would you say what would you say that um that experience was beneficial, or would you say that that was kind of like a not not I don't want to say a waste of time, but for lack of was, better terms, yeah. It was definitely <laughs>
1: beneficial. It was. I look at it as it's, it's good or sweet because sometimes I do look at it as a waste of time, but then other times it's like. All right, this is what, because working at HR, it helped me develop also more of a stronger business mindset, because
0: now I know how to run different sectors of the business. Gotcha. So it actually, I look at it as a
1: way of, I, I have to take advantage of what I know from that, but I also look at it like, dang, if I would have started, started two, three years earlier, where would my business be now? So, you know, I try to take the good. Instead
0: of the bad, so I try not to harp on that. But. I got you. Hey, yeah, strive for stride, You know what I mean. You got to right. take it easy. Okay, so you started the the sports blog. How long did you have that up before you uh, decided um, that that wasn't the route you wanted to go?
1: For about four years.
0: And what made you? What made you kind of just say, "Oh, that's not enough." Like you just didn't like it anymore. Or you just kind of just wanted to do something completely different.
1: Um, I was working with a lot of uh, high school that was on their way to college and I was at a block because you know once they get to college you can't really do a lot of media on them they have to pretty
0: much take the media whatever media their football program is giving them yeah so if, like I couldn't really do
1: nothing with them at that point so it's like dang like how am I going to how am I going to, like, maintain this, this, uh, this sports blog if I'm not able to get the people that I've been working on and keep their story going? So, and then I, and then I had to step back also because I'm, at the same time, I'm still in my master's program, so I'm steady learning, mm. learning, learning. So now I'm, like, focusing on, um, crisis communications. I'm focusing on, um, uh, writing grants. I'm focusing on, um, marketing itself and graphic design so now i'm getting more more into the versatility of the field and i'm starting to understand that okay i have this talent i have that talent i started picking up on graphic design like nothing so now i'm able to market someone's business so um that's what really made me come out with wrench communications
0: gotcha And so how long how long has uh wrench communications been uh operational
1: communications has been operational for about going on two years
0: and this was after when I was did you get this idea was this after you went to la or before
1: no it was going on before like I had um everything going on but when I went
0: to la I actually started implementing my ideas and stuff like that okay how how was that trip? Oh man, it was amazing. Uh, Just being out there was surreal,
1: and being able to work and be around um, certain business minds and getting things done that I didn't even know I was capable of. So I'm really starting to see like how, because you know, uh, you're doing certain things like I'm doing logos stuff like that, and then when you're asked to do something on the spot and you're able to provide that, now you're like, oh wait, like I didn't know I was capable of, of that. You know, so you start building more confidence in yourself. So That's what really uh, that trip did for me. It helped me build my confidence and it helped me uh, learn that everybody's on the move. So out there, it's like people are months and years ahead of you because they've been thinking how you're thinking now for about 10 to 12 years before you. Mm. So you're ahead of the – you're behind the game. They're ahead of the game. So how are you going to catch up? And being out there, it's like everybody's making money. Everybody's making moves. There's opportunities left and right. So the environment is just bananas, so it's like how are you gonna step up to the plate? how are you going to – It's not even about being a follower fitting in, but how is your business gonna stand out so you next
0: up true, true I like that so would you say that that trip um kind of you said like you had to uh get out of your environment, you know what I mean change your environment to to realize your worth is would would that trip uh is that like pretty much sparking like you're gonna travel more you know what I mean like is that gonna to where you're not just here or you just kind of going there's that going to be like a place that you just go back to just LA, you know what I mean LA or you going to try to venture out other places man um it's crazy
1: because uh I, like I just recently came back from LA again <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went to Cancun before like I went to Cancun before I went to LA. I, like I travel a lot. I've always been traveling since like, a little kid because of my mom. She's like big on traveling, so I've always had been grateful to have the opportunity to be able to travel, see the world. But, you know, it was crazy because I just went back to LA and, uh, I, I had went to a concert at the Staples Center, you know, it was Beagles, Cardi B, stuff like that. It's BT weekend, so I was doing a lot of networking out there, photography and stuff like that and there was a food truck across the street
0: and i'm trying to remember the food truck name and i can't and i hope you forgive me okay i hope you <laughs> don't charge into my heart just my mind um, but this guy put my business card in his window on his food truck next to his menu so like right now my business card is next across the street from the staples Center. that's crazy yeah bro that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy. Um. That's real, real big promo, so that's what's up. But uh throughout this whole process, though, um, what was your motivation? Like, what kept you going throughout the whole time? Because I know it can't be easy. That's just life. Life always hits you, even when you're doing everything right. Um, so what was the motivation behind it? What really kept me
1: motivated throughout my whole process was just that I had a lot of family depending on me. Um, you know, I had a lot of big shoes to fill. Uh, a lot of my aunts and cousins went to school before me. So it wasn't like I was a first-generational college grad or anything like that. So I really had big shoes to fill everybody was counting on me and uh, I really had a drive since a little kid to you know want to be more than just average you know being where I'm from just a lot of poverty and uh, a lot of things that went on you know when I was a kid so I just wanted to you know be all the statistics make sure that everything that I had going on was with, aligned with you know what I wanted to do.
0: Okay okay so like a lot of uh, motivating factors but um, I like how I was surrounded by uh basically uh people in your family people around you kind of set the bar hard, set the bar high and um kind of set a standard and then also in combination with you wanting to um be better and do better um i think that's like the perfect combination for like uh like a successful person um is being around the right people so being around people to to set the standards to uh, um pretty much set the bar kind of high so you got expectations to um kind of live up to but on top of that um your goals have to be aligned with those expectations as well so um that's kind of that's interesting that um because you don't find that too too often in people as far as like it's either one or the other either the expectation is high but it's not what they want to do or um (laughs) the expectation ain't high but they still want to try to achieve more so it makes it that much harder so let's hope that you um got a little bit of both but um uh, before we get out of here, I ain't going to hold you no more. Um, I like to kind of end with uh basically my version of asking you what is your perfect day. So um, basically what No Bottom Shelf is, basically is just living your life to the fullest the way you want to live. Um, not having to answer to nobody, pretty much doing whatever you want to do um, in your perfect world. And it's just like the No Bottom Shelf lifestyle that's what I'm trying to create. So um, give me the perfect day and your No Bottom Shelf lifestyle. So a
1: perfect day a no bottom shelf lifestyle for me would just be pretty much to be a full time entrepreneur, to be able to um, set a goal, a money goal for the day and be able to exceed that goal, not being capped by a job saying, hey, you only make a certain amount a year and also just having that work life balance so that I could pick my kids up from school, spend time with my wife and being able to live the life I want to live and how, you know, I want my kids to grow up and
0: how I want them to follow the footsteps so that they could be successful yeah man that's dope that's dope well um oh yeah i heard it from her from the man himself uh man, gonna hold you no more uh, appreciate your time mr kevin Ryder, ladies and gentlemen real quick tell the people where they can uh find you and you guys can find me on instagram
1: my name is ceo presidential on instagram you also can find me on facebook kevin Ryder jr in addition, uh, we have a Wrench Communications LLC Facebook page. We also have a Com Twitter uh, page, and we also have um, our Instagram page, which is Wrench underscore Communications. In addition, we have Jennifer's Photography, which you can also find on Instagram as well. So please add us on those pages. If you have any questions or concerns, please contact us so we can help you get to the next level with your business or that we can help. Um, you know, promote events that you're having by coming out, taking
0: photos and so forth, and thank you in advance well, we'll follow the man um, appreciate your time again thanks for taking the time out, I know you're busy um, we're going to be having you on the podcast again very, very soon um, so I'll see you guys next week peace